Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is, Surprise, What Time Is It? There is much speculation ticking about in our Christian circles today about whether we will have any idea about the return of Jesus or not. Yes, I'm aware of the fact that no one knows when God will say enough, as Matthew shares in Matthew 24:36. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But if we only look at our day-to-day activities with this picture in mind, and that God could come back at any time, but probably not in my time, then we may have a big surprise coming. By the way, many people thought it would be in their time, and as far as I can tell, he never did. This type of thinking may, in fact, be responsible for creating the thought or idea that he never will. Generations of people have argued that if he hasn't returned by now, he won't. Jesus states that we are in the last hour 2,000 years ago. 1 John 2.18 Deceptions of the last hour, little children. It is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come by which we know that it is the last hour. 2 Peter 3.8 But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. He did actually state, when he was visiting this rock, that he desired that all of this mass would actually be burned up already. Burn it up, he states, burn it up. Luke 24.49 Christ brings division. I came to set fire on earth. And how I wish it were already kindled. Acts 1 7. And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. 1 Thessalonians 5 1 6. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should not overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. The key verse is when the liars start shouting and swearing that peace and safety can now be obtained by us doing so and so and such and such. 2 Peter 3.10 But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. You might be saying, Okay, so let me be for a while, and when I feel like it, I will give my life to God and give Him a shot. (laughs) Right, you just keep putting off the inevitable. And hope, yes, hope with everything that can hope, that he doesn't come when you are sleeping, and for those who are waiting to do anything for God until the last minute. Luke 16, 16, 21. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and all my goods. 
and I will say to my soul, Soul, you have made many goods and laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. We won't get into whether you should be focused on storing up for retirement. That is for another day. But so you see, this man thought he had more time. He also thought he would be alive long enough to retire, that is, to enjoy what he has stored up. Doesn't that sound like our American retirement system today? We burn ourselves out, and when we do finally retire, we don't have any energy to do anything. We buy a nice car, watch TV until we die. We have to redefine what it is to retire. In the kingdom of God, there's no such thing. Oh, how many hold on to the thing so tightly, storing up until a day. No, for a day that may never come. All of the time wasted doing what is actually called life. You will be a giver, like it or not. The hounds will come after everything you own once you perish. I have seen this with my own eyes. Go fishing for God's sake and take your kids. Enjoy giving of your plenty now while you can still enjoy doing so. At least you can control who gets your resources. Revelations 3.3 Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. Doesn't that happen already? I've seen 23-year-old basketball players playing professional basketball die right on the court. Tell me that they knew that was coming. They don't, and neither do you. Neither do I. It's a conditional response. If you will not watch, then he will come upon as a thief in the night. So will we know or not? Yes, but not the day or hour. And only if you're a believer. And only if you're watching. Revelation 16:15. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments. Least he walk naked and they see his shame. Luke 12:39. But know this, that if a master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Rolex moment. Watch and be ready. If when he comes and you are busy doing his complete will for your life, you will not be surprised when he shows up. No nakedness or shame. Matthew 24, 36, 39. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. It's not just a boat story. It's a story that's going to repeat itself. No, we may not be flooded again, but surely the floods of fire will come. Notice he states that we would be doing what we love so much to do now, eating, drinking, and finding a good wife or husband, simple things, and yet while we are at In-N-Out Burgers or watching a movie, working on our hot rod, fishing in our favorite spot, preparing Bible messages for the next Sunday, but ink, but am, the howie. There he is, charging down to earth to finish the task. I will do it again and add a scripture right in the middle of a scripture that I'm currently working with you on, just to teach you that it's okay. 2 Thessalonians 1, 6, 9. 
since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you, and to give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire taking vengeance on those who do not know God, and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Back to Matthew. Matthew 24, 40, 44. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come in, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Matthew twenty-five thirteen. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. It's kind of funny, isn't it? He's telling us to watch, and then he's saying that we're not going to know. Well, he's actually saying, for you know not. So if we watch, then will we know? Hmm. So what's the message here? Well, I don't totally know, as I feel it is the Lord that has given me this assignment and has allowed me to be me in preparing them. So it is a multifaceted message, no doubt. I will share what I see, but know that it is one perspective. And for those who may be listening, there will be many perspectives. So we have the case that you should be watching while doing his will for your life. One does not exclude the other. Staring at the sky is not God's intentions or the point. We have a time issue in that we are in the last bits of an hour, and we don't know how long a heavenly minute is. This point should instill an urgency to push away from the supper table and to not get caught unaware. Another message is that he is going to return regardless of how patient he is with mankind. He waits because of grace and mercy, not because he has nothing better to do than to watch us sin away our lives while also trying to seek and find him. Imagine for a minute all that God sees and hears every second of a 24-hour day. For all of time, I see stuff on Facebook and other social media sites that makes me question the sanity of humanity at all. I know it's with my limited view, but it's still a reasonable assessment. Can you imagine what he must hear and observe? Everything every person has ever done, no matter how hidden and heinous. You raped a child and think you got away with it? He saw it. You robbed the elderly and took advantage of the weak? He saw it. You created a website and charged people money and gave them nothing in return but a laugh? Oh no, he saw it. You molested your kids? No, he saw that too. You better get your life under the blood, otherwise you will be justly judged by the one who saw you do it. All of it. Every bit of it. And don't think just because you think evil but never speak it that you're still good with God. He hears it. All of it. Everything unrighteous and unholy. Yep. He hear it, saw it, viewed it, got in your head, looked around, got in your heart, didn't like what he saw there either. The blood is your dry eraser when it comes to your sin. BBB, authentically born again, least he come when you are in the midst of sinning yet again. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy 
and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.